Hello, you're listening to Work From Home, the Lower Street podcast where we help you stay connected, productive and sane whilst working remotely. In today's episode, Harry is talking again to Ellie Earls, a freelance writer and digital nomad, about her travels around the world. Harry and Ellie talk about making friends, dating, productivity and, of course, work-life balance. Would you describe yourself as an introvert or an extrovert? Introvert. Me too. How do you how do you kind of square introversion with the sort of kind of extroverted activity of gallivanting around the world and working in all sorts of different places and putting yourself in new environments? How do you how is that as an introvert? It's it can be really hard. <laughs> it's funny. I think I must have adapted to it because um I went to this nomad conference in in New Zealand in October, which is amazing. It's called Seven in Seven if anyone's interested. And they had various talks and then they had breakout groups. And one of the breakout groups was for introverts. So obviously being an introvert, I was like, oh my God, amazing. And went to that one. And the girl who was running it was like, oh, I didn't think you were an introvert. Because you kind of like, you have to put yourself out there because that's the only way that you can live this lifestyle kind of successfully, really, because otherwise it's just going to be you sat crying in your guest house totally Um, yeah (laughs) so it's hard like for me it is hard but I find that putting the effort in is worth it but I also do balance that out with knowing that I need alone time and taking that alone time as well yep and luckily there's no shortage of quiet hammocks with a book to be found when you're on a beach somewhere so that's fine exactly that is where i'm happy but that is interesting right because i think a lot of a lot of introverted people might be thinking well that sounds like an amazing life but it sounds so hard because i just constantly have to talk to new people and all that kind of stuff but actually the final well not the final piece but another piece that i think is interesting and you clearly have some unique insight into into the sort of digital nomad lifestyle is if we do choose to sort of convince our boss that actually we could work in a different time zone when lockdown eases and we can go away and do that the types of people that do this it's usually single right because it's much easier to leave your setup without having to convince your partner to do the same yeah um maybe that's not fair but it's just certainly easier logistically to go as a single person so talk to me about dating as a digital nomad this is something you've you've done some writing about right yeah it's a challenge for sure when I started off as a digital nomad I was in a relationship but probably halfway through we broke up so the last few years I've been single and I mean the challenge is that you know you turn up in Bali and you've decided you're there for a month And then you meet someone and like you really like them, but they're only there for a month as well. So so you end up sort of like having to date way more intensely than you would if you were sort of back home in England. Like you would, if you were in England, you know, you might go for a date once a week or twice a week, go to the local pub, get to know each other slowly. If you've only got a month to figure out if this is something that you want to pursue, then it gets super intense really quickly. And then you get to the end of the month and you have to decide, like, if we want to turn this into something, we're going to have to move to a new country together or it's just going to it's just going to be nothing. So it gets intense quickly. And it's whether you like each other enough to take that leap. And then if, if you do, it might not work out. 
And I don't know, it's just everything, everything is more extreme. Like ghosting is a thing, obviously. You can go for a date and get ghosted, which is horrible, but not the end of the world. I have been ghosted after flying 6,000 miles. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's intense. That's yeah. not fun. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's my, <laughs> that's my worst digital nomad dating story. That made it onto the first episode of my podcast. Wow, we ghosted <laughs> after 6,000 miles. I mean, that is something. Yeah, so it's just, it's a bit more extreme. It's a bit more intense. I mean, I'm still single, but there are a lot of still there are a lot of success stories of people who do meet people on the road. Because um, kind of the upside of it is that, like with your work, you have the the flexibility and freedom to build a relationship however you want. So you know you can meet on the road and then just decide how you want your life to look together, and it's kind of awesome. Yeah, that is pretty cool. I don't know. It feels it feels like a young person's game in many ways. Do you know what I mean? Like it feel, when you're young, free and single and you've got no ties and it doesn't matter and you're not worried about relationships really being a digital nomad as a grown up. You know, it's like a different different game. I think it's really uh, interesting. Yeah, it's tough. But, you know, I haven't lost hope. <laughs> no, 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 for goodness sake, absolutely not. <laughs> no, and, I, and that's what was, you know, with more and more people doing it, like it's going to be systems we're gonna have to develop ways of living like this right like and it might be that you you know you start a relationship with someone and you meet them in bali and then actually the next three months one of you's in south america and one of you's in australia and then you then you're back again in portugal or whatever yeah i mean a good friend of mine um she met her partner when they were on the road i think they met in portugal and they're both sort of she's nomadic and he's an actor so he travels with work quite a lot but they just spend six months of about six months of the year together and then six months of the year doing their own thing and that works for them and they're really happy and it's like you can you can do that yeah well we're talking about the new normal that is definitely all kinds of new normal cool all right i want to spend the last section just picking your brain in terms of you know this podcast is all about helping you stay more productive and connected and sane while working remotely is the is the thing we always say Productivity is a really interesting one. Lots of people are working from home for the first time and productivity just goes out the window. So I wonder, after your almost 10 years of experience, are there any things that you've picked up along the way that have really helped you get work done from somewhere that isn't an office? I think the main lesson that I've learned on that front is around work-life balance, like having a boundary between work and life well work and fun which it's hard to do when you work for yourself obviously and I interviewed a, a productivity coach about this and she said this one sort of sentence that I always try to remember which is like freedom comes from discipline it's like you stop your work at whatever time and then after that your time is yours and you can go surfing or you can go like hiking in the New Zealand hills or whatever you have to have that boundary and if you do then you kind of like make more of the work time like you know you have a an end point and you really use those hours well I think that's been an important one for me 
because it's that sort of mental separation, isn't it? I think so many of us fall, so many of us are falling into this habit of just everything bleeding into everything else. And you're sitting on the sofa, you've finished, you finish your dinner, you're sitting on the sofa watching TV, and then your phone goes ping, and then you're half an hour later, you found that you've just been buried in emails. And that's just not helpful for anyone, is it? And and it actually makes you less productive because you're never really truly productive and you're never really truly relaxed. So exactly. I think, yeah, discipline, freedom comes from discipline is a really good line to remember because if you're, if you're disciplined with your time and you're able to say, oh, cool, I'm cut off now and I'm not back online until eight o'clock tomorrow morning, you know, that's a really much better way to be. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. Hey, if you haven't subscribed yet, it'd be really helpful if you did. And also, if you could give this podcast a rating and review, it really helps us reach more people. If you have any questions for us or topics you'd like us to cover, then email us wfh at lowerstreet.co. And we'll see you for new podcasts every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. Hold up. 